Welcome to Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Would you please welcome tonight's guest moderator from Heat Magazine, Boyd Hilton. Thank you. Thanks. Um, but here we are. We're here now for a very exciting event. Um, this, uh, we're, all, we're here to talk about um, the sequel to the brilliant uh, comedy, The Trip, that went out a few years ago on uh, TV here in cinemas in the States. This time they're in Italy and we've got the stars of it here any second now to talk about it. But before we welcome them to the stage, let's have a look at this extraordinary uh, sample of The Trip to Italy. I was wondering whether you'd actually booked the Mini in Italy, the Italian job, just to give you the opportunity to say, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Um, but I've done it now, so hopefully that'll be an end to it. Do you, Michael Caine? Did you see him in The Dark Knight Rises? And his voice gets even more emotional than it's ever done in the past before. I don't want to bury you, Batman. I will not put you in the ground in a little box. I will not do it, Master Bruce. I will not do it. I'm not going to bury another Batman. Another Batman? How, how many Batmans has he been burying? How many are there? I've buried 14 Batmans I've buried so far. 14 Batmans. And a little pointy ears I'm in a box. I'm not going to bury another nylon cloak with pointy ears that people wear at birthday parties. With a little belt, a very wide belt, that very is flattering to a man with an expanded girth. The, I won't do that to I you, Master Bruce. To I will not do it to you. And I won't make the voice like that. The voice can't even go like that. Like that. He's basically yodelling. And then Christian Bale says, And what did you say, man? He puts his tongue up in front. I want to be a bad man. I don't want to be a normal guy. You sound deaf. Just so nobody can recognize him. I can't understand a word you're saying, Master Bruce. Talk to me as Master Bruce, not as Batman. Why, why does he... So he can have the cloak of anonymity. But he doesn't sound like... He said, here's that bloke in the cloak with, the, with the, who sounds like he's deaf again. Like, it's not anonymous, is it? No wonder when Batman arrives and starts speaking like that, everyone starts looking at the shoes. Because they're all thinking, God, why does he talk like that poor fella, you know? And what about Tom Hardy? As Bane, did you catch well, a he's like, they're like They're like competing to see yeah. who's the most, the, the least understandable. Bane, you're never gonna beat me, you'll never beat me. Take off your mask, love. I can't catch a word oh, you're saying. Oh. He's a wonderful actor, don't get me wrong. No, he's very Tom good. Hardy's no, very, he's, very he's, muscular, he's, so he's a terrific actor. I know, actor. no, he's a bit he's, terrific. He's actor. good. He's scary good. Yeah, scary yeah. good. But So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the stars of the trip to Italy, Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. So, um, Richard Curtis described it as one of the greatest TV programs of all time, the first series. Yeah, well, don't let that put you off. I no. Mean, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, you no, I'm only joking, I'm joking. <laughs> were you surprised at this? Because I know initially when, um, when the whole idea was mooted, you were kind of both reluctant to do the first series and then even more reluctant, I understand. Well, it, sounded, it sounded as though it could have been very self-indulgent. Uh, and also, I, I distinctly remember when Michael said, you'll be improvising most of it, me thinking, 
what you could improve because you know in this country it's a series in the rest of the world it's a film yeah i remember thinking six half hours of improvised i remember saying at the end well maybe one half hour yes so uh, we were very um we had to be persuaded to do it we didn't uh, neither of us wanted to do it for a lot uh because we just didn't want it to be uh, also celebrities playing themselves in things it's sort of been done a bit and it wasn't like it was a novel idea so unless it uh transcended just being self-satire then we wouldn't bother doing it and it and and michael kept twisting our arm and uh he said it will it'll be about other stuff you know and it'll he pushed the food angle at yes. the second lunch we had to discuss yeah. it. He really, do you remember? Did, yeah. Really pushed the food. It's also about the food. food, not just you. It's about yeah. the food. Yeah. You know? yeah. And um, then it started. This, and then it was the, it was the fact that it seemed risky and different that made it really appealing. Then, yeah, you know? so yeah. I suppose th- th- there's al- always the notion that uh, to do interesting stuff, I- you've got to risk failure, and it very it definitely felt like it was risking failure. <laughs> yeah. When you're in the middle of shooting it and you're d- improvising all these scenes and you're filming loads and loads and loads of stuff, you mean lot much longer than we actually get to see in the end. Are you surprised when you watch what Michael had come up with in the final edit, Michael Winterbottom we're talking about? Yeah, the well, he what edits... He picks out. Yeah, see, he, he's, not a, he's not a comic person, so he doesn't edit for jokes. Right. He doesn't edit for comic rhythms, yeah. wi- which frustrated mm. me mm. at first. Me too, yeah. And I, I remember sending him a long email saying, well, hang on a minute. You know, y- you're missing a thing here, and you've got to let that go a bit longer and a bit sooner. But ultimately, I think that's what makes it what it is, because you get two kind of comic sensibilities, and with him, and it becomes something very interesting. I think, yeah, Michael uh, doesn't, in fact, Michael kicks against anything that smacks of being uh, overcrafted, if you like, yeah. almost uh, deliberately, well, no, deliberately, uh, actually, uh, if there was, uh, if there's a particular, I mean, in anything he does, frankly, I mean, I remember working on uh, the film I did before this, um, the the uh, the thing about Paul Ray, look Transformers, of love. Yeah, yeah. look of love, look of love. Yeah. A, <laughs> and I'm a, there was a cheap, cheap, cheap joke. Um, First laugh yeah. of the afternoon. No, yeah. no, I think, in fair. all honesty, we needed. It, I thought Steve. they wanted to know it. about how we made it, not just to come in for a cheap laugh. Yeah, yeah. We've had a laugh. Now we can carry oh, on. Okay. Come on. Anyway, um, he, I think he, if something's, uh, if there's a line in there that's sort of over overcrafted, he'll just say. I don't. Wanna, I want to cut that. I'd say, oh, that's a very funny line. You go, oh, look, well, we're not going to do it then, wow. because he wants it to be all, if you like, uneven and irregular and yeah. slightly deliberately imperfect. A bit ramshackle. A little ramshackle. A little ramshackle. Word. Ironically, I'm throwing that word in. Yeah. Given that okay. it's a it's a program about food, he never gives the audience something on a plate. Oh no, but it's kind of true. He doesn't. He never. He never <laughs> makes it. You should write for the Guardian. Or the Observer. The Junior Guardian. Yeah. Um, no, he never does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like he just wants to tell his story. Right. You know, as a comedian, especially when you're on the stage, it's all about manipulating the audience, basically. Yeah. You set them up, and then you go like that. And he's the antithesis of that. Right. He will not manipulate them. So is he the one? He's coming up with these kind of things for you to talk about, is he? And the kind of... Like, the first one, a lot of it, the, the kind of... Rep- the, the, you were going... In the first one, your version of yourself was going through quite a bad time and had and was sleeping with mm-hmm. a woman. This time, you're kind of the one who's has a slightly more in turmoil. I would say, or has slightly more interesting got, things I'm going yeah, on. Yeah, with the things, you know, I, I, I've got itchy feet. Yes, I'm, itchy looking, feet. I'm looking for adventure. Yeah, right, uh, right. He's, you're a bit more settled. Yeah, yeah. I mean... So does, and does Michael come up with those yeah. kind of stories? I think he just wanted yeah. to, to make the second trip sound a bit different to right. the first trip. But, <laughs> right. but yes. I think he failed. Because yeah. it is the same as the first one. It's just in Italy. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. with the best food. 
beautiful nice scenery. Not nice. It is nice scenery. Isn't it? I mean, Stunning, you know, isn't it? Especially once we get down by about you know as, as it progresses, we start in the north, we end up on Capri, and it gets more golden as it goes on. And by the time we got to the Amalfi Coast, it was breathtaking. Yeah. I mean, on one level, there are moments of it where you're, the two of you are sitting there, and we, I think we'll see one, a clip in a second, of in, in a beautiful surrounds, kind of having a wonderful time, bouncing with each other. It does feel like the most wonderful time you could have. Is it as enjoyable as it looks to make? It was. This one was because we, there was, I mean, there was a certain uh, uh, angst about the first one because we didn't know if it was a colossal waste of time or not. And, and sometimes that can mean that the second series, uh, we, al we always talk about this in the first episode about second album syndrome, whether it's just going to be a pale imitation of the first and maybe if it's just an imitation of the first, that's okay. But, you know, we, we just did, um, we just didn't apologize for that really mm. we didn't yeah. try to yeah. we didn't try to do anything radically different but yeah as as, as jobs go it was a well, probably the most enjoyable job i've ever had because it was a small crew and know a lot of the crew um i'd met steve before <laughs> so it was <laughs> you know it was really lovely we'd eat in the evenings together uh, I, it was it was fantastic so you'd eat job. in the evenings after yeah you acted uh. the eating i mean you know yeah. we, we we when we improvise what we do is press each other's buttons and try and find the things about each other that we know. And we'd also bring to the fore aspects of our own personalities that we know are, are um, uh, unsympathetic, but more interesting. Um, I mean, we could improvise a meal where we just get on very well and have very bland <laughs> conversation. You know, those were the real meals. Those were the, the real evening, dinners we had yeah. in the evening. Yeah. 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 Just to gossip yeah. about friends and what they're doing. And, and, and uh, uh, so, yeah. so, but it was very enjoyable because we, we were kind of used to it. And the, it, it was, I'd just been come off to, I'd just finished Partridge and um, Philomena, yeah. both back to back. So when I came and did this, it was like a holiday. It really yeah, was yeah. because it was, it, in terms of, although you have to think about it, and it's hard work. It's still relatively, you know, yeah. it's the easiest job I did last year. Right. <laughs> Good. Well, let's have a look. I've got another clip here, and you'll see just how uh, kind of gloriously beautiful it is. That's fantastic. Really, really nice. You know what make this perfect now? Michael Bublé. A bit of Bublé. Do you like Bublé? Where do you stand on Michael Bublé? Was windpipe? You don't mean that. <laughs> Parkinson loves him. Yeah. Oh, Michael Bublé. 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 Real music. Real music. Oh, wonderful. My guest today is Steve Coogan. Steve, I mean, he's in comedy. I mean, for you, talented yeah. comedian. I mean, you know, your roots in, in the north. You, yeah. yeah. I suppose for you, Peter Kay. Peter Kay, I suppose, would be yeah. the benchmark. I wouldn't call him the benchmark. I'd Sasha Baron Cohen would be another one, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Sasha, heard him on the show. He, yeah. He's a strange yeah. man, a yes. curious man. He is a little, yeah. Do, do, do you watch him and do, do you take inspiration from Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen? I think we all take inspiration from each other when you're at a certain level. I suppose the benchmark is Gervais. I mean, The yeah. Office, yeah. Extras, yeah. Uh, Life is Short. I mean, well, all yeah. of these people. Yeah. Well, Life is Short, maybe some people didn't think were so good, but that's, that's by the by. I mean, but it was really the first man to put a dwarf <coughs> on mainstream television. I mean, it was um, quite an achievement, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, well, if you look at it that way, but you know, it, it I love Simon Pegg. I mean, I watch him in the uh, in the Star yeah. Trek films. You yeah, know, or, uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen them, but um, I'm told they're very good. And, and as I say, I'm delighted. I mean, for imagine, success. When you work with Delighted. Tom Cruise, as he does in Mission Impossible. Yeah, yes. I mean, imagine working with Tom Cruise. Yeah, well, I have worked with Tom Cruise. I worked on uh, Tropic Thunder. Yes, uh, you, you died in the first ten minutes, Steve. Yeah, yes, yes, you died, died in the first ten minutes. I died in the first ten minutes. I felt you died in the first five minutes. In all honesty, but that's just my view. We'll come back to Steve. Here's Michael Bublé on a new record. <laughs> Do you
you get a giddy joy from making Steve laugh? I mean, that seems like he's genuinely. That was laughing. fun. That that <laughs> was a fu- that was the, those that was a fun scene. But that was a smashing day, wasn't it? Because the, the weather. I mean, it's stunning. The food is great. That was that was a, that was a fun bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's um it is nice. Yeah, I do get a kick out of making him laugh. We do. Yeah. It's sort of um the, the, someone said before, oh, are there any outtakes? Well, there aren't any outtakes because we we're behaving like ourselves. So if we if I laugh at something he says, then it just stays in. So there's no yeah. there's no point ever Michael goes, "Oh, cuts, you've all started laughing." Or, you know, it That's just right. it oh, just it's all mm. everything's in there, you know. There is an incredible authenticity to it, isn't there? Because in a way it's like you've got incredible freedom because I guess most TV shows, most films now, you have to get notes from producers and oh, it's so fant- it feels fantastic like that's, that's the great thing about it. I mean, th- we, we were traveling like a little band of players, mm-hmm. and the work wasn't from a script. You were creating, so you felt I mean, so the creative. Yes, the, 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 there was Michael would. Um, I mean, sometimes we, uh, Rob and I, would say, "Oh, why don't we talk about that? That'll be funny. Mm. Let's talk about." It. And that that would that would generate material. Yeah. It would be us saying, "Let's." Um, uh, we'd have an idea, and then we'd say, Let, "Let's just try that." And Michael would like it or not like it. If he liked it, so well, let's talk about it more. Or and sometimes, you know, at dinner the night before, we'd be having what we thought was a perfectly innocent conversation, and he'd say, "Oh, I'll do this tomorrow." And we go, "Really? You think you think that's funny?" Oh, okay, and we would do it the next day. And yeah. it's a great way to work because yeah. just things just so, so the only thing was Michael would sort of, if you like, uh, have a, a very loose structure and know where he went to, wanted it to, how he wanted the, the. There's a bit of an arc, not much, yeah. but I mean. So it sort of resolves itself at the end, and he wanted to uh, make sure we arrived at those points. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and also, we're supposed to be retracing the steps of the romantic poets yes. and the grand tour of yes. 1800 or whatever it was. Well, there's a few different levels it's operating, because you've got, you've got the things we've seen and the impressions, which are brilliantly funny, all of that, but there is there's the stuff about the romantic poets. There's the stuff that it ends up being quite melancholic, I think, about men of, of I was going to say, your age, well, my it, age. It's all about, about ageing. We're, we're both 48, and... You find at this age, you have a lot of conversations with your male friends about about yeah. it. About are you feeling this? Are you noticing that? It's it's a it, you know, it's a midlife crisis with with small M's and L's and, and C's, and that goes throughout it. And I love that part of it. And in this ep- and in this series, you, we see a little bit more of your families. We see your your son arrives in the last episode, which hopefully isn't a spoiler. I'm just thinking that no, it's kind of <laughs> and it's fine. lovely. <laughs> but it's lovely to see you kind of hanging out. You hang out with his assistant more. Th- those scenes, I think, mm. are kind of they've got a lovely kind of naturalism mm. to it. Was that a thing that you, Michael wanted to consciously do, bring more of your? Well, see you more of your I world? think I think I think what's interesting is that there's always, uh, although there's so, so there is a certain cynicism to the tone of it, uh, that he Michael always returns to. Um, Something that's he's always sincere in in the resolve of his right. all, all his films. Yeah. There's always something sincere. Uh, yeah, I think this is is sincere. There's no you know yeah. he throws away the inverted commas for the last absolutely. episode. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm going to throw them to the audience for a few questions. Before I do, I've got some really obvious stupid questions. But you do run the gamut of the imp- of impressions we've seen. Wh- wh- which are each of your favourite impressions that the other one does? Neil Kinnock. <laughs> yeah. I love his Kinnick, and he brilliant. does Neil no Kinnock one knows in this who series. He is. I know, I know, but you know that's my honest answer. Is I, yeah. his, I'm Welsh, so maybe stop doing it. Maybe it chimes with me. But his Neil Kinnock. I mean, I do think Steve's. <laughs> I always get asked in interviews about who oh, does the best impressions, and I and I think it's him. His they're, they're forensically good. Yeah. But yeah. there's, there's a lack of joy to them, yeah, I would say true. that. But no, but I'd go along with that. But yes, yeah, true. No, it is. I mean, it sounds yeah. like a joke, but it's kind of true. Yeah. But yeah. his are forensically accurate. Yeah, and his Kinnock yeah. is stunning. Yeah. And, and, and Steve, what's, what's Rob's best? Uh, here we go. Here we I, go. I don't here really have a favorite. I don't really have one. I don't have time thinking about yeah. it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I've never Rob heard that before. No, um, no I think Rob does... Um, Ronnie um, Corbett. <coughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, but I do. I think I do a pretty good Ronnie Corbett. I don't. Th- I think mine is better. Really? Yeah. 
Do you want to Ronnie Corbett off? Yeah. I don't Come think on. I don't think Come that's on. what the people want to hear. I think it is. Go on, so you do yours <laughs> first. <laughs> All right. Look, we've never heard yours, Rob. Right. <laughs> there I was. <laughs> I do very, very, very old Ronnie Corbett now. Very old indeed. <laughs> it's not the one about the chap that goes to the chemist. <laughs> I'm doing Ronnie Corbett. Saturday <laughs> morning, right? But and by the way. <laughs> Good heavens. It was the one day in the year. <laughs> it was it was the one day in the year. <laughs> and by the way, it was I rem I remember the day quite clearly. <laughs> because because it was the one day in the year, you know, when Allied carpets weren't having a sale. <laughs> Good heavens. That's the young Ronnie. That's that's classic Ronnie. That's vintage, Ron. We'll call it a draw. Yeah, that was, uh, I think that was pretty good, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, they are friends of yours. You're right. They, I mean, you do two versions of Al Pacino. You do the young Al Pacino yeah. and the, and the post-kind of yeah. sore throat Al Pacino, if you can call it. In a Godfather, yeah. Luca Brazzi held a gun to his head. Yeah. And my father assured him either his brains yeah. or his signature will be on a contract. But there's, a, there's actually a, there's a middle Al Pacino, too, this where, it's, where it's a little more... What's that, Bobby Deerfield? Is where it's a little more husky. Yeah. The, there's a there's you know what? The, the way he speaks today, it's not like that. Right? That's an American Neil That's, Kinnock. No, it's not. <laughs> the hell is that? Fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you again. <laughs> no, you're trying to, no you're, you're trying to change it to something that it's not. You know you're not. What do you got? <laughs> it's the licking the lips. I don't know why you're licking your lips. You're like a lizard. Um, Three on. Apochinos. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> in in this event and on the trip. Um, okay, let's throw it open to the audience. We haven't got long, but we've got you know I think we've got like a, a eight eight nine minutes. So um, I'm just wondering, um, are you going to be making any more episodes of the trip? Like any more series in the future? Well, just finish this lot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do I some more. No, uh, uh, maybe one day. I, who knows? Who might, knows? We might do another one. We'll see well, how this one goes. Yeah, this one hasn't come out yet. So yeah, if people like it, maybe uh, people hate it, or. Or if it's if it's fifty fifty, we probably won't. If seventy percent people like it, probably will. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's going to. There is something quite appealing. In the past, I would have said, "Oh no," but there is something I, something quite appealing. I think about revisiting it and, and as the years progress, because already between mm -hmm. this and the last one, it's about three or four years, and and it's changed. I do find that quite appealing to, well, to it's see like as age. That, uh, that series of films seven, be before seven midnight, no, oh, before oh, that, and yeah, after yeah. midnight, yeah. after sunrise. Yeah. Yes. And people compared us, and I think theirs is sort of a version of ours, <laughs> which is not funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. But probably a bit more, a bit de with more depth. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, any other questions? Oh. Uh, oh yeah, gentlemen at the in the back row. Hi guys. In, uh, in the first series, the, the plot progression seemed to kind of hang around as a backdrop to, the, uh, to give context to the conversations you'd have over dinner. In this series, did you uh, want to bring it more to the forefront? And you, s you mentioned Rob's troubles. Um, did you bring it... Troubles, sorry to use the word troubles. <laughs> did you uh, keep enough. it... Did you want to bring it more forward or did you stick to the same approach as before? It's the same as before, mate. Really is. It's just the same as. I mean, you know, there's long a question. There's a bit. There's a, it's the same as before. I mean, we, there, there's this, there's an ostensible structure, and we just thought we'd change it around a bit, make it Rob the philanderer, make me someone who's settling down, 
and uh, and so that's what we sort of saw through to the end, and um, and uh, you see a certain kind of resolution to it, but uh, it's pretty similar. It it's, it's pretty, pretty similar. It's pretty much the same as the last one, really. I mean, yeah. Um, so so no, so no, there isn't much plot. Is the answer to your question? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, go to that lady just there. Um, stand. Oh, standing up. Sorry, now I'll come to you. Sorry. Um, who chose where to eat? Was Michael Winterbottom. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, he, that's all planned out in advance. He, he does. Uh, he goes on a trip to Italy himself. Yes. With his producing partner, who's also his wife, and they tirelessly, long, a long, long, tireless <laughs> trip round Italy, choosing the best restaurants, and it's all tax deductible. <laughs> so it's work, work. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And then the lady at the front. Actually, the only th to just add to that, the interesting thing is that on the first series, there were a few restaurants that we wanted to film in that said no because they yeah. we couldn't show them a script. So they thought, well, what if they say horrible things about our restaurant? But every restaurant we filmed in, their business <laughs> went through the roof <laughs> once the show had gone out, and there were websites crashing and, and all sorts. So, mm. you know, they uh, should have said yes. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Uh, I don't think I hated anything the about driving. Italy. The oh, driving. We didn't have to drive. No, but the dri other people's driving. Oh, yeah, the driving's crazy, but I wouldn't say I, I, I hated the driving's pretty wild. Um, this lane discipline's terrible. Lane <laughs> discipline is non-existent, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> well, you know, you did ask. Just <laughs> um, no discipline. I mean, it made me appreciate this country, actually, in terms of, in terms of driving characteristics. You were telling um, Nigel Farage that, weren't you, the other day? I was, day? yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Top Gear guys. Uh, <laughs> the Top Gear guys, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, people we're have a go at Nigel, but, you know, yeah, on yeah. a lot of points. Yeah, we, yeah. We're, uh, we're having a good old chimera, putting the world to rights with our white friends. <laughs> um, um, no, uh, it, the, um, no, but what did I like I'll tell you what I liked about it is the um, a sort of, you know, at the risk of offending the French, the fact that they are, um, uh, there's a kind of a... Uh, uh, Braggadocio, um, you know that that uh, there's something very um, honest and forthright about uh, the way that the Italians have in their nature, which is, uh, you know, you don't feel there's any duplicity. If they tell you they love you, you think they mean it, and if they tell you to fuck off, they mean it. But in in France, you think they might be they might say be polite to you, but you, they might not actually they might be thinking something very different. So there's sort Steve's of never liked the French no. boy. Move no. on. Yeah. Famously. Well, Famously. their food as well. They claim to have this be this gastronomic kings, and they've been boy, cooking boy, the same no, food for move thirty on. years. They've not changed it. Next question. It's all right. It's the same. Same. They all agree. They all And they think it's like the wine. They're and now New World wine have not. They weren't expecting it, were they? Enough about the French. There we are. Gentlemen, there the front. Strokes T-shirt, man. Hey, um, how how often would you guys meet up for dinner in a, in another year? Uh, did you decide <laughs> film series one and then see each other on series two? We see very <laughs> little of each other. That <laughs> is the truth. Yeah, yeah. But basically, wh what's good is that when we do meet <laughs> up uh, uh, for the second series, there's this sort of well of experience that we've both uh, uh, accumulated separately. Separately, and that no, we, we don't really. He lives on the south coast and travels the world a lot. I ah. live in Teddington. 
uh, <laughs> with uh, with lots of um, lots old of celebrities. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Near <laughs> the near the old retirement home. It's true, actually. That's um, very true. But uh, That's very true. so no, we don't really. I mean, we. I mean, occasionally I'll, I'll ring him up and uh, or we'll have reason. We'll exchange a few emails. You know. Yeah. Uh, about brisk emails. Brisk emails about related matters. Um, but um, <laughs> and then we just we just turn up uh, and a, a heated email exchange. <laughs> Yeah, the very, very, very dull email exchanges yeah. we have actually. Yeah. But anyway, the thing is, uh, it, 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 we do we we wait until um, the next time we, we work together. Yeah. I, I don't like to be with Stephen unless I'm being financially uh, <laughs> remunerated, compensated. compensated. Yeah. yeah. In the first series, you do a lot of walking in between uh, having dinner. Mm. Did you guys put on weight? Is there sort of uh, an exercise regime in the Well, we, it's funny to say that. We, every morning, uh, we, yes. we would say, <laughs> I d I would, because it, you do, you, it's very sedentary kind of improvisation. It's not like we're leaping over no. uh, fences and scaling walls as we improvise. We just sit there. So, and we eat lots of carbs and sit there and talk. And uh, uh, so, so we, we, we were both separately do sit-ups and uh, push-ups in the morning and, and then at breakfast we'd say what we'd have say, you done we'd say how many sit-ups did you do this morning and to, to, yeah. to, uh, introduce the element of competitiveness uh, uh, i put on eight pounds in the first series which i struggled to get rid of but in this series i, I didn't put on anything because yeah. i i didn't gorge I, I myself think, well, i think i was about the same yeah we oh tried yeah. to keep a lid on it so to speak. he was very active during the filming he's very he's a he's a brave man and he would uh, he dived off whenever we were near a coast he would find uh, a precipice at quite a height and dive off, and I have this on my iPhone. About thirty filmed. feet. About 30 one was th one was thirty feet, quite seriously. And I think not when jump, a dive. No, a dive, proper dive. proper dive. I mean, you know, had he had he <laughs> had he got onto that Tom Daly show splash, <laughs> and I and I know you got down to the last three, <laughs> and I know it still hurts. But had he got on, he wouldn't have done well because there wasn't there wasn't a lot of. But it was brave, and it was a dive. And I think when we do the DVD, we should put all those. There's a lot of funny stuff that I just took on the phone. Why is the diving in, in the show? It's not. It's yeah, why? Well, Michael it? was very annoyed when he found out that I'd done that. Oh. He said I wasn't insured for it. Uh, really, but mm. um, but, I, but uh, Rob, Rob basically said I said I could dive off that, and Rob dared me. <laughs> and I just then I couldn't back down. Then I was quite scared. It was very <laughs> high, very high. Hi, Rob and Steve. Hi. Um, Hi. In the first Hi. season, we saw there's a bit series. <laughs> Not season. in America. Yeah. In the first series, we spring, saw spring and summer seasons. We, we saw that uh, there was a bit of competition between you two in terms of your acting careers and who was more successful. Oh well, does come that come on. up again in this? Come one? on, that that has been settled well, once and for all. Well, yeah, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, come uh, on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's been dying to say that all day. Um, <laughs> Bringing the fight for. I mean, um, it was just all there. I'm glad that I hadn't had, uh, my film hadn't had four Oscar nominations before <laughs> we did. How, before how, many, how many was that? Four. Four before, Oscar nominations. Before we did the, the series, because that would have um, basically rendered a lot of Rob's uh, yes. uh, uh, abuse of me redundant. Um, because I could have just done that every time he had a go at me. You know. Um, but uh, I've got to say, to lose in four categories <laughs> is quite. <laughs> but you've taken it on the chin, and all, cre you, you, all credit to you for that. I know, you know, you can imagine how that feels, can't you? Because that's all you'll ever be able to do. Um, <laughs> but, um, but. Um, no, listen, but listen. All jokes aside, <laughs> when I heard about the nominations, <laughs> I was fucking livid. I bet. <laughs> uh, uh. But um, what can you do? You've got to pick up the pieces and you've got to move on. on. Yeah, yeah. Move yeah. On. Um, so I hope that answers your question. But you, 
you do get off the Hollywood role in the show, in, in this series. Right? That's an interesting. Yeah, but not role. in real life. No, okay. Yeah. yeah. It is a bit, yeah. Yeah, you're, Steve's astonished. We kind of, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, but well, that's something interesting because in one scene, I'm helping yes. him do, do a, an audition, yeah. an audition yeah. on uh, his iPads to then yeah. send off. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened in reality was I he genuinely, genuinely had a real audition for a Hollywood film. And I did film. help him in the evening. Wow. And actually gave him some tips oh. on on his performance, and um, I didn't get the part. <laughs> didn't get the part. Well, well. Thank you all for coming, and thanks to Rob Bright and Steve Coogan. And the trip starts uh, next Friday. Next Friday on TV. Yeah, next yeah. Friday. Thank, Thank you. Friday. Cheers.